Hello everyone and welcome to One Narrow Gate Podcast. Uh, today I have some additional thoughts from my last podcast. I made a point in the podcast itself that I kind of want to elaborate or just mention on a little bit briefly. If you hear a little wind, it's because I'm outside. It's a little different. I'm just kind of, this is a spur of the moment, just some extra thoughts I have that I wanted to share before I forget. So the last podcast was, are eating disorders evil? And the answer to that is yes, you can. And, and to define what evil is, you have to listen to it and you have to listen to some of my other podcasts on spiritual warfare to get a deeper understanding of what that means. Now, one of the points I made in that podcast was if something seems very unnatural or abnormal, it has a supernatural origin, a supernatural origin. And now in the point, the point I'm making, I made in terms of the eating disorder is if people don't feel like eating, they don't feel like eating, which is a necessary and natural part of the human existence. You need, you need to eat to survive right? You need to eat to survive. Don't eat too much. That's, that's too much. You don't have to eat too much. But if you feel like you shouldn't eat, then there's more than just a mental disorder going on. That's the foundation of it. But if it's, if it gets very, very unnatural, then there's probably a supernatural element to it. Being that you are controlled by something that is against you. You are being controlled by something supernatural that kind of like a spiritual parasite called a demon that is trying to destroy you. Now, this also goes for other things. This is my point. My point is, if something is unnatural or abnormal or way too odd, then it has a supernatural origin. It has a supernatural origin. That door can swing both ways. If something is unnatural, like someone's extra kind or extra special, extra powerful, extra righteous, it's because they have the Holy Spirit in them, not an unclean spirit. If someone is kind of extra eccentric, extra odd, seems kind of weird, is fascinated with the dark, darkness, fascinated with death, fascinated with morbidity, fascinated with just a lot of twisted things, then it comes from a supernatural origin. It is unnatural. It is also not good. Because that person is, is delving and diving into things that are actually evil and that are trying to destroy it. And that person is probably controlled by the supernatural as well. So, and that's my main point. Now, one of the things we learn from the Bible is Jesus encountered a man who was demon-possessed. Demon-possessed, again, means that you are you have unclean spirits called demons inside of you. They are controlling your body, they are controlling your thoughts, and they are controlling who you are. This man, what he's, the, the demon that was inside of him called himself Legion which means that he is many. A Roman legion was 6,000 men. So he referred to himself as legion, meaning there are six, maybe 6,000 demons inside of the man. This guy was fascinated with cutting himself, with being naked, with living among the tombs, and being scream, and screaming and wild, being wild. You can see that today. If someone has... Now, those are unnatural things. Those are unnatural things. To want to hurt yourself, to want to be fascinated with death, to one to not eat, which he was not, he was not eating either. He had nothing to eat out there and to be wild and screaming and fascinated with darkness. This guy was, this was abnormal. These are the signs of someone who's possessed by a demon and, or by demons. It's unnatural. So if you have, if you know someone who has fascination with weird things, fascination with weird things, they're just an odd person then there's a very, then they're most likely possessed by demons. Pray for them. Help them. Try to help them unwind and help them feel like a normal person because they probably feel unnormal and that might undo things. The best thing that can undo any demonic possession or demons in you is Jesus. 
You can help that person come to Jesus. Tell them Jesus can free you. Do you want to be free? Do you want to be free? Jesus can do that. And that's what happened to this man, this man who had the legion. This man who had the legion, he came to Jesus. He ran to Jesus, even being under the control of a thousand or, or thousands of demons. He still ran to Jesus. He probably, some, somehow he probably just wanted to be free or he understood that Jesus, we don't know how he understood that Jesus could free him. All he knew is that he ran to Jesus. We also know that the demons themselves recognize Jesus as a God in man, as God as man. So they really had no choice but to come to him and bow before him too, because Jesus is in charge of everything. So, but Jesus commanded the evil spirits, all of them to come out. Jesus himself did. 6,000 to come out or six or thousands, whatever the number is, they all came out and he was free. He was good. Then it says that when he was free, he went to the town. He went to his hometown. Other people saw him and said that he was in his right mind. Actually, let me backtrack. Jesus, the evil spirit said through the man, they said, can you send us into the pigs that are nearby? There were thousands of pigs nearby. And Jesus uh, gave them permission. They went into the pigs. They possessed the pigs. The pigs all ran into a river, drowned themselves. Sounds wild, but this is what happened. And then the farmers and the people saw this happen. And they were like, oh, this livestock just died. They just drowned themselves. Let's, let's go see what happened. So they came out. And they saw the man that had been among the tombstones who was screaming and cutting himself and basically naked. And, uh, and he, they saw him dressed and in his right mind. And what did they do? I mean, the average person, I mean, this is, this is somebody they knew. This is somebody within their community. You know, you would think, oh, wow, if this is good news, like who cares about the pigs? Someone's life has been changed and this is a good thing. What do they do? They said, Jesus, we want you to leave. And they want this man to leave too. They, want, they, wanted, they wanted them to be gone. Now, let me tell you something. I'm going to backtrack again of something I just said. Anything abnormal and unnatural has a supernatural origin. But I'll tell you this. I don't know if you've noticed, but the world is getting weirder. Weirder. Culture is, especially Western cultures and modern cultures and first world, culture, first world cultures, anything that's odd and weird is acceptable. It's almost like, let's kind of kick out what the cool kids are and make everything cool. Now, I grew up in the 90s where there were still really like bullies who picked on nerds and everything. But there's been this kind of push. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm against bullying. But then there's been this push to be like, okay, everything's nerdy and everything's okay. There's no more cool kids. There's no more bullies. There's no more nothing. Everything's cool and weird and everybody's, and weird is cool and cool is weird and, you know, everything's okay. Kind of this blend, this kind of universalism in terms of what's popular in culture. You know, the, the uh, star football player can also be a nerd with Pokemon. You know, that kind of thing. Growing up, anyone who was a game, uh, a video game player was a nerd and kind of a, a social outcast. Anyone who was nerdy was kind of a social outcast, but now everyone's kind of a nerd. Now, nerdiness, I mean, if, if someone's kind of naturally nerdy, it's not the end of the world, except they're probably someone that's obsessed with something too much and they're idolatrous, and that's not a good thing. Or they're socially awkward, which means they don't really like people. That's not good either. If that's the origin of the social awkwardness. Okay, pardon the social commentary for a second, but just track with me. Because culture wants everything to be weird and dark and twisted and, and different and embraces all of that. Why? It's all Satan's push. Satan is the enemy of Jesus. He's just the leader of all the unclean spirits. And his whole point is to destroy, destroy mankind and, and deceive everyone into being possessed, being controlled, as well as not coming to Jesus to be freed. That's his whole push. 
So if he can get everyone to kind of accept what is weird and odd and abnormal so that they can embrace more supernatural, so they can embrace what is odd, they can embrace what is dark and what is evil, then he can, he can deceive too many, he can feel like he's winning. He's not going to win, but, but more people are going to choose him than are going to be freed by Jesus, freed from all the wrong, freed from, all, from being controlled and freed from evil, the evil they do and, and the evil that attacks them. So that's why, it's a, that's why it's a tough thing. Culture is trying to get everybody, everybody to enjoy the weird so that the weird can consume them, control them, and destroy them. So that's my main point in all this, is that if anything is abnormal, if anything is like even just extra eccentric, it's of an evil origin. That's something I've learned. Personally, I was that type of person. I was. Before Jesus saved me, everybody knew me oh, Tom, as that eccentric guy. They're like, oh, this, this guy, Tom, he is so eccentric. Oh, he's just a little odd, you know, but that's what makes him charming, you know, that kind of thing, right? Oh, oh he's, just, he's just the way he is, and that's, that's funny, it's cool, I don't really get it, and it makes me feel kind of odd, but that's him. It's like, that was me. I was that person. But since Jesus has, Jesus has freed me from all of that, Jesus has freed me from all of that. Now I'm someone that's I'm dressed and in my right mind. I'm right of mind. I'm sound of mind. I'm steady. I don't have to try to be odd to fit in. I don't have to be odd to feel like I can be myself. And, and I, I'm free. I feel free. I don't need social acceptance nor social rejection to feel, to feel anything. I, just, I have Jesus' acceptance. You know, Jesus accepted me. And so now I feel free. And I am free. I feel free because I am free, really. You don't, you, don't feel, you don't try to create a feeling to make a reality. If it's a reality, you're going to feel it. So, all that to say, again, if something is extra abnormal or extra unnatural, extra eccentric, extra twisted, there is an evil component at play that is seeking to destroy those involved. Just know that if you have friends who need help, and you know that the solution is Jesus. Help them. If you need help, let me tell you, the solution is Jesus. Come to Jesus. How do I do that? Pray to him. He hears you. If you know someone who knows about Jesus, ask them to help you come to Jesus. Otherwise, you come to Jesus. You talk to him now. Jesus, please help me. Please free me. Please forgive me of my sins. Save me. Free me. I want to be free. So just know that. If you feel like you're just extra eccentric, kind of an oddity, that's not a good thing. You don't have to feel that way. You can be free by Jesus, and you can be free from all that feeling for good. And you can be saved by Jesus, and you can be free. Thank you for listening. This was just kind of off the top, off the cuff, just walking outside and just felt like I want to share some extra thoughts. And uh, God be with you. God bless you. And may you understand him better. Stay tuned for more podcasts to learn more about supernatural answers like this, but also just kind of extra advice on life and even just the answer to mysteries that you may not be aware of or just to learn something that you may have not heard before. And that comes from Jesus and comes from the Bible. So anyway, God bless and stay tuned.